0: Episode of all the books. That's correct. The official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. Yeah.
1: I'm Eric Michaels. I'm Nick Gunning. And here we are coming to you live from the David A. Howe Public Library. Yeah. The top floor. Yeah.
0: Where else? I, I was about to say, where else would we record? Yeah, but we've, we've, we've recorded, recorded all over the place. Yeah. 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 Uh, listeners, if you want to host us, if, like, wow. yeah, not Literally. at their houses. We're going to go no. on I mean, would you turn down a spaghetti dinner and then just, like, record we a just podcast record somebody's podcast. rumpus room no oh, absolutely yeah. I would do that I would do that yeah. but if you're a local business and you want the exposure yeah podcasting
1: live from uh, from somebody's like front window yeah. down main street yeah, yeah that'd oh, be great do live
0: from Texas hot why not yeah you hear that Texas hot I'll be there <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, so what are we gonna talk about today, Eric? Well now I want to do like a podcast review where we just go to Texas Hot, order something, and live react to us. Oh my god food for wow. the first time. Yeah, that so, would be good. All right, and uh, <laughs> I would listen to it, I would love it. Yeah. All right. What were you saying? I'm I sorry. was just asking what were we talking about today? Uh I don't know. Well, book news. Book news. Oh, book news, book yeah. reviews, author news, yeah. literary news, library news, a lot of news.
1: Yeah. A lot of information yeah. is gonna come to you. But it's but, fun. Yeah. It's like a uh, Sesame yeah, Street, right? Exactly. It's
0: like we're informative, but we're fun. We're yeah. fun, fun entertainment. Is that what you say?
1: Yeah. It's like it's like when you're a child and you uh-huh. can't swallow a pill, and your mom crushes up the Tylenol in your peanut butter sandwich. The yeah. news yeah. is that crushed Tylenol and the peanut butter sandwich is all this personality. Yeah. So my my mom used enjoy to your just sandwich, America. Crush up the Tylenol,
0: and I had to snort it. So, wow. Okay, that's an after-school special right there. Yeah, yeah. Holy mackerel! Um, I no longer have a sense of smell. Okay, and I can't see out of my left eye. That's surprising me because you actually smell terrible. Yeah, I I can't. You can't tell. I can't tell. You can't tell. Yeah. Wow. I showered. I'm like, did it do anything? Couldn't tell you. You don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I've, I've I should correct. My, I've never snorted Tylenol. Okay, all right. Thank thank you yeah. for our fact checkers uh, <laughs> confirmed that he's
1: never snorted yeah. Tylenol. This just in,
0: yeah. all the books. I,
1: yeah, it's a crawl. It's just a long crawl going down. These in the first few minutes of all the books, all yeah. of these corrections need to be made. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we're going to do today, folks. Something that we uh, we kicked the podcast off this way. We've done
0: several, you and we're coming said, back to the uh, the Lonely Hearts Book Club. When you said way. Uh, it sounded like you were saying "weak," but as an Australian, oh, like kicking off this way. I guess. Wow, that was that was so Australian. Yeah, thank you. Like
1: more Australian than the Outback Steakhouse commercial guy. Yeah, have you ever heard that? That's the worst it's about, Australian yeah. accent I've yeah. ever heard. He's Crikey, like, these deals of have some steak at the steakhouse. <laughs> Awful. Somewhere, Hugh Jackman just was rolling a single tear. Yeah, when he hears that. Commercial. He's probably okay. He's fine. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. So well, he's he's waist deep and like broiled chicken breast so he can keep up his wolverine weight <laughs> yeah so uh but we are we i've selected a, a magical book from the stacks eric don't look i can't see it eric has never seen this book before that's true and i don't know i haven't really got that deep into it well i know you haven't checked it out because no one has there
0: we go so where's well, this yeah but first our bookmark bookmark yeah or, where's our bookmark well eric yeah mickels that's me uh
1: right. i finished some stuff Okay. I finished Green Hornet Volume Two. So, for those of you who don't know, this was this is a Green Hornet series that's based on an, an aborted script for a Green Hornet movie written by Kevin Smith. They adapted into a graphic novel, two parts. We have both parts here in the library. I read them both. Really like it. Would have liked the movie. The series continues with other authors after this, so I'm probably gonna check He's it out. You say you didn't like the Seth Rogen. Well, no, actually, I did kind of like that movie, but this one was just—it was great. I really liked it. So, if you're curious, that, that's in our adult graphic novel collection. There's Green Hornet, Volume One, Volume Two. And if
0: you're curious, George, stop putting puzzle pieces in your— Yeah, yeah. For,
1: boy, that really left an effect on you. Yeah. You're always—you always, you always mentioned that Curious George. Yeah. So.
0: Because he had to take the medicine. No. Uh, should,
1: should have crushed it up into a sandwich and then he would have eaten it <laughs> yeah there you so, go so <laughs> that would have been fine I finished also a, a Star Trek book Christian Byer's uh, The Protectors it's okay not great this is not one we have in the collection we have some uh, we have actually quite a few Star Trek books which were when we did that display they were really popular you know it's more than okay i was surprised but that's high thank you it's turtles uh, no it's Mickey Mouse
0: oh yeah okay I don't have Mouse. my glasses
1: oh okay So yeah it, it's, yeah, it looks a little turtle yeah sure All right, anyway, uh, yeah, so I finished the Star Trek book. uh, I also finished. Oh, and let us know. I'm going to put this out there right now. The new Star Trek movie is coming out in July, I think, and we're going to do a little bit of a, a Star Trek chat. So if you've read Star Trek books or have thoughts on Star Trek, start sending them in now to add all the book show, uh, Wellsville at stls.org is our email address. You can find us on Facebook at David A. Huff Public Library, or just go outside your house and just shout it. Yeah. And if we're nearby, we'll hear it. Yeah.
0: And congratulations to Nick Gunning for saying Star Trek and not Star Wars this time. Hey, I did it. Yeah, yeah you're you right. Boy, you've, you've gotten better. That was a, that was my. A crucible before. Yeah. So. That was you putting a bunch of metals into a, a bin. Oh, there's multiple yeah. Melting them together. Yeah, yeah. that's one. crucible.
1: Cru- that's the definition. Sure. I Also, this, this is an interesting one. I don't know that I even talked to you about this, actually, but um, Michelle, the director, and I were, were going through some old files, and I found a bunch of stuff uh, on the auditorium, stuff that was done really early on in the library's history. I came across a program for a play called In Cherry Time by Eugene Uh, G. Hafer. So Eugene Hafer actually wrote quite a few plays in the 20s and 30s, and uh, I don't know that many of them are well known at this point, but I was curious about In Cherry Time because it was done uh, 80 years ago here Mm -hmm. in the library. So I looked all over for it. I found a copy of the University of Colorado. Uh, We couldn't get it through our system, so I asked my pals at the Houghton College Libraries, shout out, thank you, Rachel. And Rachel tracked this down for me, and I got a copy of it, and I read it. Good job, man! Right. A play that was done here 80 years ago, hey. uh, and I just was curious about it, you know, because I, I'm, you know, I like theater, I like the auditorium, yeah. I like history, so it's, you know, all three boxes. Yeah. You... So I, so I got a copy of this. I read it. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Stand the test of it time. It was. Yeah. It was written in the 20s. This was performed, I believe, in 1946. If I'm getting that right, maybe 30. I, think I don't. You are. Anyway, uh, a long time ago, and it had some things like there. There was a little bit of like. Uh, racial stereotypes that are not cool to today's audiences yeah. that were just sort of taken for granted so we'd have to edit that out in yeah. any new <laughs> production of this but I was actually surprised because it was very like the female characters were presented as very like shrewd and clever and, and were kind of like they sort of outsmarted it, it was it was interesting it just took an interesting turn and I thought for the 20s uh, and even for the 40s when it was done it was a pretty progressive play to choose so okay. good job our predecessors in the 40s yeah. anyway so uh, I read a copy I of have no predecessors In Cherry Time by Eugene Hafer I'm currently reading uh, oh because I finished up uh, number one Ladies detective agency yeah. for the Old Book Club yeah. uh, which we're which is this coming Wednesday Wednesday the 4th yeah. at 3 o'clock so come come join us uh, even if you haven't read the book if you're curious about Alexander McCall Smith uh, if you he's coming know, to the library he is he's coming October 20th so this is a good time to come and we'll talk Killed about him all. a little bit And I, I don't know if he's going to wear the kilt okay but if you're a fan of his or you want to know more about his, join us for the book club. It's always a good time. Uh, next, we're reading Nashville Noir by uh, Donald Bain. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Ah, I'm currently reading uh, Mary Higgins Clark, As Time Goes By. This is my first solo Mary Higgins Clark book. Uh, you haven't read anything of hers, right? Nope. I read a Carol Higgins Clark for the book club. I read, we read Decked. None of us liked it. And I've read a couple of the Utter um, Suspicion novels that we discovered on the podcast remember that cinderella murders and, yes uh, yeah we, we were talking about that and uh, i went and looked it up and i've enjoyed that series but this is my first just mary higgins clark so i'll, I'll midnight let you know i'll let you know she
0: became a serial killer is that correct i, I don't understand like as a midnight the pumpkin carriage. oh the cinderella murders yeah. okay wow
1: uh, yeah that's exactly what okay. happened yeah that's yeah. perfect uh and then i'm also reading civil war spider-man in preparation for the movie coming out, What's the date of that? When's that come out? May sixth. May sixth. Civil War. Unless Spider-Man. you're going to a Thursday night show,
0: that's May fifth. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm sure they'll have it here in town. Yeah. So check it out. It's already made two hundred million dollars uh, overseas. It's opened overseas. Yeah, yeah. So, Marvel's been opening. Marvel really since fair. Iron Man two. Marvel has opened uh, all their movies like a week or two ahead of schedule. It's very annoying. Cheating. Yeah. Uh, anyway,
1: so that's that's me. I've got a few. I've got a few more that I'm. Uh, that I got on my stack, but that's what I'm reading right
0: now. Okay. How about you? Uh, I read this comic book called X-Men 92. Oh, yes. Which is the continuation of the yeah, X-Men. Yeah, we in, talked about that. From the anime series that ran in the, like, 92 to 97, yeah. I think. Um, so, it was fun. It had the tone and uh, everything, like, all the dialogue, is scenes, right? Wolverine well, right? said bub constantly. Yeah, and that sort yeah. Of that. Okay. Uh, he, th- you know, he called uh gambit gumbo a bunch yeah of time classic rogue was like don't touch me uh, classic you'll, yeah you'll me- not melt you'll yeah. lose your life and everything they'll melt wow yeah, that would be something else that's a weird power um but it's fun because that's a rogue who has ms marvel's power still yeah. or captain yeah ms marvel at that time yeah so she's still like super strong and okay chucking tanks into so bones. we have this in
1: the collection yeah we actually have quite a few x-men don't we yeah They're popular yeah that's one of our popular runs x-men
0: yeah what else you got uh, I just... Oh, I wanted to say the problem with X-Men 92 uh-huh. is that the the, pr- the last big Marvel event, that Secret Wars, where they took all LA, their continuities yeah. and alternate realities and put them in, on a place called Battleworld where yeah. Doctor Doom is like God and everything. And so it's kind of weird. This comic takes place during that. Uh-huh. So there's some stuff like, uh, you know, they keep mentioning Doom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Senator Kelly is called Baron Kelly and riding like apocalypse hounds around. Crazy. So it's... It's weird, and if you don't know, that's part of Secret Wars. It can be confusing. Yeah, I bet it would But be. I guess uh, it's getting its own current series. Oh, okay. So it's so going to be off. straight. Okay. Normal. Cool. Um, and right now, I'm going to start reading The Star is My Destination by Alfred Bester. Hmm. He's a uh, classic sci-fi writer. The Star is My Destination is maybe the first Hugo winner okay. uh, of the Hugo Award. Uh, so I've been meaning to read it for a while. Oh, He's, so the old school. Yeah.
1: You're on an old school sci-fi kick, I see.
0: Yeah. Oh, How hey, I didn't yeah. mention I finished... Um,
1: what was that called? Tis the Wee Small yeah, I Hours up of my... Uh, Less Darkness Falls. Less Darkness Falls. I, uh, I finished Less... Hamilton Sprague DeCamp. No, you don't like the name. L. Sprague it, yeah, it's not
0: on my... My red. I must Mystery. have done something weird. Okay. But anyways, I can't remember his name. It's coming up. But yeah, that's the book about the guy that goes back to... Uh, It's just gone completely. I must have deleted it or something. Jeez. Great, great. Uh, The guy who goes back in time to ancient Rome and fixes everything. Right. Uh, Uh, It was fun. Invents the typewriter. It was fun more so at the beginning when he's uh, inventing stuff and that. But then it becomes like just a war book where he's just doing battles to stop. That's
1: always disappointing. I mean, not necessarily when it turns into a war book, but when there's a big... Tone shift. Yeah. Suddenly so like, oh, it got boring really and I less I exciting, and I was yeah. looking to
0: be done with it. Yeah. Uh, Alfred Bester wrote a bunch of Superman and Green Lantern comics in the forties. Yeah, interesting. Um, he. I love he, Golden Age comics. Alfred Bester so is the creator of the Green Lantern Oath. Oh. He created in brightest night. day and blackest night. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's just something he he also start his uh, book um, The Demolished Man. Mm-hmm. Um, Demolition Man? No, The Demolished mm-hmm. Man. He Demolition has people man. calling themselves names using uh, internet lead speak, you know, using the at sign oh, for uh-huh. uh, AT yeah. and stuff, or uh, eight for Kate. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's probably like the very first wow. instance of that happening. Ahead of your time, so, Bester. He's writing cyberpunk in the 40s before there was even, you know, that's internet. Cool. Uh, and yeah, that's what I'm reading. Do you know, nice. according to my Goodreads, I'm still reading The Wise Man's Fear by Patrick Rothfuss, and I'm 51% in. So I'm halfway done having read five hundred pages. Holy Mac. I'm halfway done with this book. I haven't read it since last summer. Wow. But oh, I, I bought the Star as My Destination because I couldn't find it anywhere. Oh. Uh, and it made me realize why I love e readers so much. Because oh, I just yeah. got on my Kindle, clicked on that, clicked buy, and there it was. There it was. Now I have it.
1: Nice. So I'm not a big e reader. Yeah, you're man. great, man. No, I don't know. I mean I I have I've read lots of things on my Nook. Yeah. But I, I love it. Yeah.
0: It's so exciting. I also, I mean, I love buying. It's
1: convenient. It's handy. I don't have anything against it. I just can't make myself switch, you know. I love buying like the big sci-fi or
0: fantasy books. On yeah, that's that that physical true. copies.
1: Yeah. Well, I read, um, I read both the Shining* and *Doctor Sleep* yeah. on my Nook, yep. and those are both big chunky books, yeah. so it was much more. Well, like I, I have a whole
0: *Wheel of Time* series on it. Yeah, yeah just yeah, that's the, the way to carrying go. Carrying around that's true. I mean, it is, is, there's a books. level
1: of convenience. I just, I guess, yeah. I just like. Pages. Yeah. Sometimes you know.
0: you'll be like on the beach. Well, I guess you're never going to go to the beach. Plus, you probably burn super Whatever. easy. Whatever. I can go to the beach. When do uh, you go to the beach? First of all, I'll freckle, okay. not burn. <laughs> okay. So please don't presume right, to so know you're my freckle. skin choices. You, you're, you're, there, you're there on the beach. You're yeah. freckling. You, you just finished your only book you brought because you forgot to bring other books. You thought this one would take longer, and you yeah. didn't and now you got nothing yeah but you do with your e-reader I, mean,
1: I would never be in that situation
0: yeah. but. so i guess the problem if you have the e-reader suddenly you don't have a wireless connection you're like well i'm in the same problem if i had only brought one book oh well mine just i just download them i don't need a wireless connection what for That's my true. e-reader no how do you, do you have like a phone plan or something
1: Oh, I mean, they're already on it. I mean, right. right. Well, oh. yeah. Oh, okay. so, so, like, you if own you own. bring lots, then yes. Yeah. But actually, my first generation Nook does have a has oh, data yeah. that you just download it with. But okay. That's neither here nor there, Eric. Yeah. I like in that story I'm some sort of, like, 1950s dad with a real thick white uh, sunscreen on my nose, just, like, sitting there where the kids are splashing around.
0: Yeah. 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 And yeah. like, Dad, Dad, watch her." you like, that's, that's great. great. And I'm like, Hoover. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Hoover's one of your favorite presidents?
1: Uh, I I don't have a lot of feelings on Herbert Hoover. I, I yeah. don't think anybody likes
0: Hoover. Hey, but. did I? Uh, speaking of presidents, and, and we were um, because you brought up Hoover. I did. Uh, you used to write. You had this book series which is called Time Fox. <laughs> I sure did. Where the character Nick Fox yeah. went back in time and teamed up with Millard Fillmore. Millard Fillmore, Fillmore. yeah. Millard uh, Fillmore. Okay, and so the first book is called Time Fox, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the character is called Nick Fox. Yeah. So did, did you ever think of naming your sequel book, Time the, Fox, in n- a nick of time? Nick of
1: time, that's great. Yeah. No. All right. I Remember, we, I still have the floppy disk. Yeah. We found the floppy what, disk. What, we need to What computer it. do we need for that? I, I wrote this on an Apple C. All
0: right, anybody, if you have an Apple C, Or any way for me to read some yeah. sort of Apple. If you would like to provide us one with a spaghetti dinner, yeah. an Apple C2. A rumpus room to a record. A rumpus in. room to record. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Man, maybe if we get enough people, we can bid for it. Is it too late to also request pie? At, at the spaghetti dinner? Yeah. I think it would be rude of them not to have some kind of you're dessert. You're probably right. You're probably so right. So I assume there's going to be some kind of rhubarb pie. Yeah. yeah. Pie and coffee it doesn't have to be a big deal. Yeah. Ice cream. Ice cream even. Well, now I'm kind of set on pie. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> also, now I'm incredibly thirsty. Don't do that thing. All right. I will not do that thing. Wait, but wait, my mouth wait. is very dry. How, how dry is it? Okay. Yeah, that's real. All right. That's real live. Yeah. So, book news. Let's move on to book news. Mm-hmm. The news of books. Yes. What do you got?
1: You can use. What do I have? I have kind of a light load today, and we're just going to be talking large print this afternoon. Uh, or evening, whatever time you're listening. But it's 2.06 in the afternoon for us.
0: It is 2.06. I know. That's real.
1: Okay, so here's what we got coming up. We have... Uh, these are large print books that are going to be added to our collection in July of 2016. So, we have dandelion moon by hannah alexander so this is a follow-up to her book hallowed halls and let me give you a little taste of this book mm-hmm. oh Eve. okay on christmas eve a woman oh, stumbles oh this is long okay hold on may you were talking about that's christmas real... i know i know let me just jump to here will weston be able to find myra and help her recover her memories or will his past sins prevent him from reaching her that one that's all you get okay that's That's all you get so this is the same characters and everything from her first uh, book in this little uh, duology here Hallowed Halls this is book two look for that in July next we have also coming from July uh, between a book and a hard place (laughs) great title so obviously this is a cozy mystery this is book five in the Devereux Dime Store mystery series which I have not read I've read the pizza ones you might like those yeah I I haven't had dimes in my wallet in a while really yeah Devereaux Dime Store Mystery Number Five. This is by Denise Swanson. Please, uh, coming I have to you two large <laughs> The New York Times best-selling author of Dying for a Cupcake mm-hmm. returns with a new mystery filled with lost family, hidden treasure, and—and and Eric, this is going to shock you. Okay. Long buried secrets. My gosh.
0: Oh, these are those going to come back to hunt? whoever had those are just secrets?
1: Adorable. Let me read to you quickly the uh, Denise Swanson uh, Devereaux Dime Store mystery series we have a Little Shop of Homicide ooh that's kind of a cheat because Little Shop of Horror is already kind of says yeah. that but
0: Little Shop Nickled Nickled n-
1: n- and Dimed to Death yeah nice. doesn't, it doesn't really work though okay doesn't really work yeah. again I only have two nickels. Dead Between the Lines. Okay, see, that's a problem because it looks like it should sound like Read Between the Lines. But, but Read and Dead are actually pronounced yeah, very, between the lines, very differently. You don't say that.
0: Yeah, read Between do the Lines. Do you say that? No. Like it's Read Between the Lines.
1: Then, of course, Dying for a Cupcake. And yeah. she's uh, bringing the son home with Between a Book and a Hard Place. I have a soft spot in my heart for, for these kind of uh, cozy mysteries. Um, I haven't read a ton, but I usually end up liking the ones that I do. I think so. I'm all not going to spots... judge it too harshly
0: on your heart or soft i don't think it's a hard organ
1: uh no mine is uh mine is calloused it's like <laughs> okay. a, yeah it's like an old that's uh, like an old football you find your grandpa's garage Oof, is that a thing yeah okay. so
0: deflated as well <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <laughs> Woo. okay oh between a book and a hard place All right. oh, that is classic hey. finally we have oh, boy. from uh, our good friend our future friend friend of the show Alexander McCall Smith is coming out with book 10 in his 44 Scotland Street yeah. uh, series, The Revolving Door of Life, book 10. Once more, we catch up with the delightful goings-on in the fictitious 44 Scotland Street from Alexander McCall Smith. With customary charm and deafness, Alexander McCall Smith gives us another installment in his popular series. Man. That was the most redundant <laughs> phrasing. What a, what a get. Now running in its ninth season in The Scotsman. What does that mean? Anything could happen to Bertie and the gang. Wow, that should win an award for the absolute worst synopsis yeah. of any book ever. Yeah. I'm sure it's very good, yeah. but that that uh, synopsis made me throw up in my mouth a little All bit. Right. So, anyway, coming from McCall Smith in July in large print. Large we have The revolving print. door of life. Okay. All
0: that's, right. That's a light load
1: today, buddy. Here's.
0: So uh, take it away. Book news. This is the. These are the book releases coming out May third. Yeah, for those of you keeping track
1: at home, this is our book news segment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, TED Talks. Do you ever listen to TED Talks? Do you? Have I know what they are. Any but engagement I'm, with it? No, I'm not. I think I've listened to a few, or like maybe like watched a YouTube video here. And I've, there. Uh, now I've seen the movie TED with Marky Mark. Is that similar? No. 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 Okay. Um, TED Talks: The Official TED Guide to Public Speaking. Okay. So there you go. Wow. By Chris Anderson. Wait a second. Yeah. That's. Chris, Okay. not a Ted. I thought it was a Ted. Hold on a minute. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else nonfiction do I have? Oh, Natalie Jill's Seven Day Jumpstart: processing Your Diet with Super Easy Recipes. I just wow. brought her up because it's Natalie Jill, and she's kind of a big name in the world of fitness. Is yeah, she? we have a few of her fitness DVDs. I believe you. Uh, they were even requested. Hey. So, uh, well. Natalie Jill. If you're a Natalie Jill fan, uh, she has a new book out. So, oh, I can lose up to five to seven pounds in the first week. Oh my gosh, your heart oh my would gosh. stop.
1: Yeah, five to seven pounds. If you lost seven pounds, you'd just yeah. be like teeth and hair. Yeah, my body would be like, what's
0: happening? Sure we just be. lost 35% oh of gosh. our body weight.
1: I would pick you up with one hand and like carry you over to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Get some fluids and yeah. nutty bites. I'd be like a baby guys. pig
0: whose mother has just been taken away to the farm. Yeah. Well, I guess it was already on a farm, but you know what farm we're Yeah, I do, about. yeah. Uh, unashamed. She, she maybe bought the farm? Yes, okay. yes. She's an investor, if you will. she's, no, she's dead. Put down, oh my gosh, she's dead. Alright, Unashamed by Lecrae Moore. Lecrae being the... Lecrae. Uh, that's that game with the nets and the hard like, ceramic ceramics. No, that's lacrosse. Oh, okay. Lecrae right. is the Christian rapper. He has a new book out. Okay. Um, a Christian rapper.
1: <laughs> How did I not know that this Christian rapper has a
0: new book out? Let's see. Some YA books. Okay, I have to read this in order because I was going to switch over to something. Oh, thanks for keeping us part of the Anyway, <laughs> The Trials of Apollo, book one, The Hidden Oracle. Wait, this Apollo is, Creed? No. This Ugh. is uh, Rick Riordan. Oh, yeah. So he's got a new one. Is this part of the Percy Jackson, or is this... I couldn't tell you. Percy Jackson fights Apollo Creed? Yeah. Yeah, wow. that's what's happening. Wow. No, I think this is a whole new thing. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, he angers his father. Apollo is cast down from Olympus. Man, Zeus is always casting people down. I know. He is an angry Turns person. Turns into swans seducing yeah. ladies. Yeah. All right, so new Rick Ryden, The Trials of Apollo, Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Uh, the crown. This is book, what, five in the selection series? Yeah, because The Air Ooh. just came out.
1: Well, so. my sister-in-law somewhere is so happy that Really? She's All right, this yeah. Book. This
0: is by Kira Cass.
1: She told me see, that she pre-ordered this book, uh-huh. and I told her that I will still check our copy out to her. Yeah.
0: Well, did she ever read Whether Happily she Ever it or After? Not. It's the, uh, like, three short stories. I mean, she must have. Okay. Right? Well, anyways. So this, is... okay, so this is book five. Yeah. Book
1: five plus a book of short yeah. stories? Yeah. It's crazy. Five
0: books of the short stories, and then I think this is, but she also had that siren book come we're, up.
1: We're virgin on Harry Potter numbers here. Did you yeah. see that they're putting out the the script for Fantastic Beasts? You can, like, buy yeah. the script. Man. Yeah. They're just trying to suck every penny they can out of J.K. Rowling.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, A Court of Mist and Fury, A Court of Thorns and Roses book. This is Sarah J. Maas. This is book two in The Court we're, of Thorns. We're still in YA. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the first book came out, like, last year, and here's the second one. So she's the one who writes the Throne of Glass series. And... So I guess it's not really a transition. Claudia Gray has a new book out. She writes YA, except for this one. It's Bloodline. It's a Star Wars book. I don't know anything about it. It just says, "Witness the birth of the Resistance." Hmm. Uh, when the rebellion. So this is the set. Empire. So I guess this is right after Return of the Jedi.
1: Oh. Oh. Okay.
0: Or maybe a little bit longer after the Jedi.
1: Yeah. Know. Between Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah. It Have looks you... like
0: it's dealing a lot with Princess Leia.
1: Force Awakens is out on DVD. Have you seen it? Yeah. The DVD? Yeah, since it's out.
0: I have seen the physical copy. Of no, but I mean like... No, I haven't watched okay.
1: it. Okay. Have you seen it? How many times did you, did you see it? Once. I saw it just two times. Okay. I could watch it again.
0: Yeah. Are you going to get... We No, we have a standing order in Star Wars books now, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So we'll be getting our copy soon. Most likely. Where though, is it, it?
1: I know, it didn't show up on the list. So Alright.
0: 15th Affair, which is a woman's murder club Oh, book. boy. Uh, what number is this? Jimmy,
1: 15th? <laughs> It's the 15th book. Oh, I, I see what they do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Stephanie. Is this Bum what? Series. Max Pietro?
0: Maybe. I've already closed it. Oh, okay. The important thing it was a James Patterson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Risen, a novel of Spartacus by David Anthony Durham.
1: I am Spartacus.
0: Are you? I am Spartacus. Who, who was that?
1: I am Spartacus. They're, they're
0: all Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. <laughs> well, maybe not you, Jimmy. Maybe. <laughs> no. You don't know. We have a pretty good idea of who's Spartacus No, is. you're working from stereotypes. We have a picture. I could actually be very physically imposing and just have a high voice. I just... I'm Spartacus. Prove I'm not. You can't. <laughs> you're you're pretty smart. You're the Spartacus of brains. I'm the Spartacus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I tried my best. To know. Get through Kirk that Douglas, month. call your agent. Yeah. Spartacus. <laughs> smarticus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I now I now want to read that book. Yeah. <laughs> Smarticus. Yeah. It's like a nerd who's like helping all the other nerds yeah. in his high school. Yeah. From the jocks and everything. Yeah. And he's going under this name online as Smarticus. Yeah. And then one day, like I won't <laughs> resort to
1: fisticuffs <laughs> yeah. because I have book smarts on my side. <laughs> but
0: then the, the, the he's he's going to be in trouble, and the principal's like, "All yeah. right, Smarticus is going too far. We know who you are." You yeah. know and announce yourself, and then like all his nerdy friends stand yeah. up to go, "I'm SmarTicus." And yeah, they're like, I'm SmarTicus. I love it. Yeah, I, sold. Yeah, print. Okay, yeah. man, we are just like James Patterson should be calling us. I up. know, I know, he should. Who? All right, Danielle Steel. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: That's all right. Danielle, Danielle Steel, I and mean, she has she has one coming out in a couple of months too.
0: Yeah. Well, this one's called The Apartment, oh a novel. Yeah, by I Daniel remember Steele. this. Yeah. We talked so, about this. Now this has, um, see, I can't remember his name to finish the gag.
1: Jack Lemon. Yeah, this one has okay. Jack Lemon in it. Shirley Sorry. McLean, Jack Lemon. Yeah. yeah,
0: all right, we'll close that. Okay. Shirley McLean, she went a little crazy, is that right? I think she's
1: always been crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. She's just very like new agey. You know? Okay.
0: Oh, all right. Uh, Everybody's Fool, a novel. Oh boy. By Richard Russo. No, thank you. Uh, this is by also Decal Edge.
1: Oh, this yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Who the heck is Deckled Edge? I remember those that's days. That's a classic. That's it a is, throwback. Yeah,
1: that's a classic. Uh, all the books
0: bit. Yeah, I, I've learned a lot yeah, from now, all like the Now books. you know what a deckled edge is. Yeah, it's the paper.
1: It's, it's where the paper has a rough edge. Man, a Everybody's deckled full. edge, if you will. So, this is a sequel to the
0: book I read
1: Nobody's Fool. Why would you make a sequel to Nobody's oh, Fool? Why would I you make Nobody's Fool? I mean, it was the book was well There's received. There's a dog on the cover. book was well received. The movie with Paul
0: Newman was well received, but can't, it was so long ago. Who's, who's uh, at, Who
1: wants this?
0: I don't know, man. No one wants this. Night Shift, a novel of midnight Texas by Charlene? Is that how you say it? Charlene. Oh, Charlene Harris. Charlene Harris. Book three of three. Yeah. She writes the Suki Stackhouse books. Yeah, she does. True Blood. It's Suki? I've been saying, I guess I have been saying Suki. Well, Suki? I'm glad we cleared it up. Like Cookie, but with a mess. I think it's Suki. Suki. I don't know. All right. Anyway. Snooki? So this is like a different series? Yeah. Cool good for yep. her Snooky's not even in it <laughs> <laughs> uh, see I can't decide which one to end with alright uh, Robert B. Parker's Slow Burn Ooh. it's a Spencer book by Ace Atkins Ace Atkins
1: so. Ace Atkins has been pretty solid they've switched some authors with Jesse Stone but yeah. I think Ace Atkins has been right on those Spencer books right. I'm nervous man I haven't got that far in the series to read more yeah. of these, so. and you uh, like Spencer? I like Spencer love yeah. Spencer? Meh, I would read, he's probably my least favorite of the recurrents. Okay. Jesse Stone and Sonny Randall are the right. best for me. You would marry
0: Jesse Stone? Would I marry Tom Selleck? Uh, <laughs> could we just be friends? No, he, he needs to, he, he wants a commitment. Could it be like just a green card thing? No, he doesn't want to be hurt again. Darn it. <laughs> I guess I have to say no. Really? Yeah. To Tom Selleck? Yeah. Playing Jesse Stone? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, it's fine. You're lost, I yeah. guess. He, he would have supported you through anything you had done. No, he's got a real drinking problem. Does he? Not Tom Selleck, but Jesse oh, Stone. <laughs> I think we're slandering I Tom Selleck here. I don't here. know. I, Tom Selleck
1: strikes me as a, a champion of clean living.
0: Yeah? Yeah. But he
1: also seems like somebody who could hold his own, like, in a drinking cup. Yeah, he'd throw back some scotch, I bet. Yeah. I don't know. Scotch, you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, Magnum PI would probably be like wine cooler, but. <laughs> okay. You
0: know. uh. Uh, last book for book news: The Doll Master and Other Tales of Terror. Oh, Joyce Oh, my Oates. friend
1: J.C. Oh, I call her Joyce Carol Oates, so we're we're pretty close.
0: Well,
1: yeah, I just call her. I just you know, I call her. I just say, "Hey, Joyce Carol Oates," you know. But yeah,
0: I I also say Joyce Carol Oates.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I guess I say it with familiarity, you know. Huh? I bought her a tuna sandwich. That's all. That, that's true. Good. You did buy her a tuna a sandwich. Tuna sandwich.
0: Um. All right, so it's just a collection of and short a fruit scary cup. stories. And a fruit cup. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, doll master. Six this, stories. You should save this for your Halloween Maybe reading, Maybe
0: in the because t- I did like Jack of Spades. I know you did. Young boy. Be- Let's see. One story has a young boy become She's... obsessed with his cousin's doll after she tragically passes away from leukemia. I... Oh, my gosh. As he grows older, he begins to collect found dolls from the surrounding neighborhoods and stores his treasures in the abandoned carriage house of his family's estate. But just what kind of dolls are they? Hold on. We know somebody who had a doll collection in their carriage house.
1: Oh, my gosh. Sarah Badger, if you're listening, Joyce Carol Oates is stealing your life.
0: Yeah. Wow, they met.
1: Sarah got a book signed by Joyce Carol Oates. I wonder if they talked about dolls. Yeah. And now we have, like, a Jack of Spades situation.
0: Yeah. Scary. So...
1: Okay. Anyway, check this out from Joyce Carol Oates. Yeah. Dollmaster.
0: Um, all right. And now we're on to the New York Times bestsellers I'm list. excited. I
1: can't wait to hear you say Girl on the Train and All the
0: Light We Cannot See. Number 10. The Nightingale. As Time Goes By by Mary Higgins Clark. That's my two currently reading Yeah. Number 9. All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Doerr. Yeah. This has been on here for 103 weeks.
1: I mean, good for him. But like the Nightingale, How many years I'm tired. Is that? What?
0: 103 weeks. There's only I mean, it's that's two, two years. Yeah. And a little change. Almost, almost two years. What? 52? Yeah, so that would be 104. Oh, all right. Well, next week. Yeah. Happy two year anniversary of The Light like, We Cannot See. Oh my see. gosh, that's so great. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, number eight Miller's Valley by Anna Quindell. Uh, this is.
1: Millard Fillmore by Anna Quindell.
0: Uh, been on here for three weeks. Uh, the Nightingale by Kristen Hanna
1: number eight number seven coming in at number seven nightingale thank you so much Kristen hannah it was
0: number six last week but it's been on here for 60 weeks so it's doing (laughs) okay (laughs)
1: that's dropping uh
0: number six fool me once by harlan coben (laughs) uh number five can't fool me twice nightingale no (laughs) no
1: wait did you just fool me once yeah
0: oh boy boy. number five eligible by curtis Sittenfeld, the author of Pep, oh prep, an American wife retells Pride and Prejudice set in the Cincinnati suburbs in the oh, present.
1: Boy, boy, woo! Yeah. that was boy. I need to stand up and stretch. That was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Keep myself awake.
0: Number four, the girl on the train. Paula yeah, Hawkins. Snakes on and a the plane. movie comes out, like in September or something. October I think yeah we're
1: doing it for book club in October so
0: the trailer with Emily Blunt yeah Emily Blunt I didn't watch the trailer because I'm not going to see the movie because this book made me angry and depressed and wow hateful so
1: that's what did it wow so you read this book like 25 years ago that's so weird sorry man go on number three (laughs) the nest by
0: Cynthia D. Sweeney I should have just skip the middle name. No, I'm the Glad... best by Cynthia Sweeney. That's better. Um, so this is the siblings in a dysfunctional New York family. They got to grapple with the fact that can't they can't we had all just get along? Inheritance. Yeah. That's... Uh, Conan O'Brien just tweeted that he loved this book. Really? Yeah. He said he couldn't put it down.
1: Well, he was like, "Keep cool, my babies."
0: Yeah, he was saying that to the characters in the story. Yeah, yeah. Tell them to keep cool. Yeah. Uh, number two, The Obsession by Nora Roberts. Dun dun dun. Oh uh, yeah, this is the woman who's haunted by her father's crime. Uh, as she tries to pursue love in her work as a photographer. <laughs> I mean, who are we to tease Nora Roberts? No. Because she's, you know... No, hey, she knows what works. And she better. But that is, that is funny. I just want to be a photographer well, for my father's crimes! Good luck moving past your father's crimes! I just want to frame my black and white photos! I'm in love! <laughs> Anyways, number one. Yep. It's been here for one week. So it's new to the scene. Well, that's exciting. The <laughs> uh, God, the last mile <laughs> by David Valdaggi. Oh boy! It's a sequel to the Memory Man. Really, I remember the Memory Man coming out. You did? Yeah. Oh, huh. look at that! So you'd say you have a memory of the Memory of Man. The Memory Man. Yeah. I <laughs> okay, <that>. I remember. <laughs> it's a detective with an extraordinary memory. Well, you would yeah, hope, do it. The, memory the man. FBI investigate the cause of a convicted Unless killer. Unless it's one of those ironic last names. minute reprieve oh yeah like like the memory man like yeah. and who are you again <laughs> oh
1: classic memory man yeah.
0: I guess leave him born- alone <laughs> shut up smarticus <laughs> I guess memory man kind of borders on like Columbo a little bit yeah but Columbo yeah. that's an act right yeah it's an act like he remembers this thing. yeah he knows All stuff right. yeah so uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. you have a so,
1: pencil I could borrow
0: <laughs> but even even if he does have a really good memory you think most detectives would be a detective because they can remember things yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure it helps. Like, somebody's like, yeah, I saw him, you know, getting a sandwich down the street. He's like, <laughs> nope, I remember you saying he was asleep in his room upstairs. Yeah, and perfect. they're like, oh, or your good
1: memory defeated me. Like, I remember that he got a sandwich down the street. And Memory Man is like, actually, it was a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> and that, like, bre- that breaks the yeah, case right there. Yeah, no yeah you're right. Oh, thank you, Why Memory Man. Why would I lie man. about that
0: sandwich? Oh, boy. Well, Memory Man is one of those <laughs> new super detectives, like Sherlock and... Monk? Yeah. Oh, there's the other Sherlock from the other Sherlock show. Yeah. So All the that... Sherlocks. Yeah. <laughs> All the Sherlocks. Do you see they're making a, uh, Sherlock, a third Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr.? Are they
1: really? Jude Law? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I liked Game of Shadows. I didn't like the first one so much. I didn't so, like
0: the first one, but I like the second yeah, one. the second but one. But it's crazy. They got rid of Rachel McAdams in five minutes. Yeah, they did. So, I don't know why you would catch Rachel McAdams as an important character like that. She and was then, probably just doing something else. Well, time traveler's wasted. She is wasted. By Hollywood, she does not have a good career. Well, she just she she was just nominated for Best Actress in Spotlight. Whatever that and that's that one Best Picture.
1: Yeah, she's just one of those people who it seems like so you more famous than she really is.
0: You think Rachel McAdams' problem is her decisions and not the Hollywood system for not giving her good roles? I think she did like Wedding Crashers, which
1: which was huge, and then she never followed it up with like another comedy or anything in that genre. She did like Red Eye with Cillian Murphy. I'm the only one in the world to have seen Red Eye. I only saw it because it was a double feature at Chuckle Corral. Did you like it? No. And what? then she's done like a Everybody thought Red Eye was good. Nobody liked Red Eye. What? That's crazy. Yeah,
0: everybody said Red Eye is a great film. If by Killian every, Murphy? If
1: I was just going to say, I believe Killian Murphy thinks that. Oh, boy. All right, you know what time it is now, Eric?
0: Uh,
1: It's time for you to roll that beautiful music. The
0: music! Yeah. Here goes the Lonely Book Club music! And that was the
1: Lonely Book Club music. Woo! Boy, it's still playing in my head. Yeah. I can still hear it I love it yeah, yeah, I love it well folks for those of you new to all the books or those of you who just need a refresher this segment is one of our favorites it's one of the hallmarks of the show started it with episode 1 Thinning the Turkey Herd was that book we did book. start
0: with episode 1 yeah
1: a couple others we've done we've done Nixon Carver which is basically fan fiction that paired yeah. Raymond Carter and Richard Nixon Yeah, we did The Snowman we did The Wolfen we did Why Not Join the Giraffes uh-huh. that might
0: be it let's see um, Blake's Therapy. That's the other one. With solid performances and tight direction from are you? West Craven, oh, Red Eye right. is a brisk economic thriller with a 79% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody loved it. Thank you.
1: All right. Anyway, so what we do in this segment is I run a report. And that report tells me books we've had for a long time that have never seen the light of day. And these books are lonely. Now, a lot of these have gone from new books to the main floor down to the stacks without anybody ever cracking the spine. Now, I'm willing to bet, based on the look of this book, that it probably checked out a little bit back when it was first published, because it does appear It's not like some years. of the
0: books we found for this segment that are like, pristine white, Yeah, no so crack when you probably, open up. This
1: probably got some checkouts, but it predates any kind of like record keeping. So what about is that, less like the books. 70s? 60s? Well, no. I mean, the, the, the electronics have started in 2000, but it also doesn't have stamps in the back of it, so... Wow. It's, it's So you're saying,
0: since we started using <laughs> ink in the library, this <laughs> book is never checked out. It
1: predates ink. Wow. So this book came out in 1967. Cool. It was written by a man by the name of Judson Pentecost Phillips. Yeah, sure. Written under the pseudonym Hugh Pentecost. Yeah. Why he wouldn't also, he change it? I know. He also wrote under the name Philip Owen. And during what? the years he was active... He wrote nearly a hundred mystery and detective novels, as well as numerous pulp sports novels in the 1930s. Cool. This guy had a rock and rolling career. Yeah, you know, it's actually it's interesting here. the The book we're we're looking at today is well, called jump
0: to Conclusions.
1: The book we're, we're reading today is called Dead Woman of the Year. So, if this were Wheel of Fortune, this would be this would be like a before and after clue. Dead yeah. Woman. Woman of the Year yeah this is Dead Woman of the Year okay so let okay. me, let me see the cover we're not there yet sport. Oh man he's written don't quite, call me sport. he has quite a few series he's got the Peter Styles series he's got standalones uh, he's got the Luke Bradley John Smith Pascal Uncle George hotel manager Pierre Chambron, John Jericho series Julian Quist series this is and there's so many more but I'm gonna stop uh, this Who's is the wrestler
0: but, named Jericho
1: Chris Jericho. Okay. Is uh, he involved in this thank involved? you to my brother Steve for <laughs> giving me that knowledge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is this is book four in the John Jericho series. Uh, Dead Woman of the Year came out in 1967. Yeah. And by this point, uh, Judson Pentecost Phillips has been in the business for a good 30 years. Wow. So let me tell you about our hero, uh, Judson Phillips. Born in Northfield, Massachusetts. You know where I'm that from is? Massachusetts. I know you are traveled widely before completing his education and graduating from Columbia University in 1925. Good for him. Phillips started writing short stories for pulp magazines in the 20s and 30s. He also wrote plays and a newspaper column. He was a prolific mystery writer, especially under the Hugh Pentecost moniker. Ours is a Hugh Pentecost book. His novels benefited from strong characterization, fair play with the reader, and unstilted language. He created several Siri characters, most of them amateur sleuths. Perhaps the best known is Pierre Chamron, the suave manager of New York Luxury Hotel who often has to solve murders among the rich and famous. In 1973, Phillips received the Grand Master Award of the highest honor bestowed by the Mystery Writers of America. An entertaining conversationalist and racketeer, he was well-respected in his community and in his literary genre. In 1950, he helped found the Sharon Playhouse, where he served as a producer and advisor. In the mid-1960s, he hosted a program about events in Connecticut's northwest corner on radio station WTOR in Torrington, Connecticut, which attracted a following. Phillips died from complications of emphysema in 1989 at the age of 85 in Canaan, Connecticut. Sorry, man. So in that time, over a hundred books published. A lot of them, a lot of them, well received. Wow. Uh, so this is uh, not one of the primary series. This is a sort of a smaller, earlier, lesser-known series that we've okay. got. Okay. Now let me tell you what I'm looking at. The cover is black. We have what looks to be some sort of metal, like a ribbon metal that you'd pin on. Oh, uh, yeah. Chest. But it looks like a coffin. It's uh, right. Uh, it's a coffin, but the it ribbon itself looks like a coffin, and you can see the silhouette. Of Of a a woman woman with a nice, like, blowout Uh, flip do. Yeah, it was a nice blowout flip (laughs) do. Yeah, she looks great. (laughs) Dead Woman of the Year, a John Jericho mystery novel by Hugh Pentecost. What do you think? Look at this cover. I mean, it's not bad. What do you think of that? You you like it? It's It's not bad. It's
0: funny. It's It's simple. I know it's of the time, but that's kind of like a design you would see now as like a faux retro. Yeah, it does. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. Yeah. It does. So, this has, um, let me take a look at Goodreads here and tell you, it's got an average review of four stars, but only nine reviews. Huh. So, oh, it's actually been only three ratings, so wow. Uh, apparently not a well-known book. The paperback cover of this uh, gives away some clues about the pretty dark plot of this book, so Hopefully. we won't quite talk about that yet. Okay. Let me tell you uh, a little bit about this book. Far now, this is, this is part of the, uh, the Red Badge mystery series. So this is uh, just an imprint of the publisher where he, they would select uh, authors and books to go under this. So this was picked for that. Okay. Let me give you the synopsis.
0: Synopsis to me. <clears throat>
1: Publishers Weekly had this to say. Uh, original cover price, care to guess, 1967? Nine- cover price? Cover price. Hardcover book, 1967. $2. dollars three ninety-five. Wow. Very close. Publishers Weekly says this, A whodunit for readers who like them both urbane and romantic. Uh-huh, a little romance. Lydia Trask had become a legend Lydia. in her own time. She was as much photographed as a Sophia Loren or a Julie Christie. Lydia Trask at Kennedy Airport on her way to Paris... Lydia Trask vacationing at Acapulco. Lydia Trask at a Miami fashion show. This was a woman who had fought her way through male competition to the very top of public relations fields. Man, Lydia was on the
0: nonstop.
1: V- no, she's on the go. Lydia was on the verge of being named Woman of the Year. Oh no! By a famous. Oh no! I see where this is going. Yeah. By a famous woman's magazine, when a look-alike photographer's model stepping out of Lydia's limousine in front of Lydia's office building oh, no. was destroyed by. Are you ready? Yeah. An acid-throwing assassin. <laughs> yeah. Was the acid that burned away the model's face actually meant for Lydia Trask? I jeez i know she gonna become two-faced maybe john jericho enter our hero okay all right john jericho red bearded painter
0: uh-huh is that a kind of dragon i think yeah, yeah. he's a red bearded painter dragon yeah you can get them at a I pet think. store you yeah have to, uh... you need a heat lamp yeah nice yeah. they, mm, use, they survive them. mainly on mice not so much crickets
1: john jericho red bearded painter adventurer and fighter for lost causes oh boy yeah i hear that <laughs> Believed it was. He'd watched Lydia climb to success, a ruthless prog- progress that had left destruction and fierce hatreds in its wake. Somewhere in Lydia's glamorous world was an enemy who hated enough to mutilate and kill. Goodness. Jericho hoped to find him before he could strike
0: again. What do you got? What do you think? Well, um, has Jericho ever shown like detective skills in... Wrestling?
1: Chris Jericho the wrestler yeah is he a detective yeah uh
0: I don't think so I
1: think he sticks mostly to oiling himself up and wrestling dudes <laughs> but hold on
0: would you read a book series about Chris Jericho detective solving like WWE wrestling crimes I mean I'd have to read one yeah you know like hold on yeah. stone called Steve Austin yeah. was found where doing what yep I don't know what Chris Jericho sounds like. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's like, proceed, Mister
1: Jericho, but you got a short leash. <laughs> oh yeah, <for> yeah. <laughs> the mayor's breathing down my neck. <laughs>
0: okay. uh, I love oh, it. Boy. I know. Where is this show? I don't know. We have yeah. to let me. Vince McMahon is the guy who's like in charge of everything, right? So I guess I he would know. be the judge in any I guess case that goes to court. Yeah, and you know you have uh, crooked cop
1: lieutenant, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me let me give you a little taste of the inside. <laughs> this is published by Dodd Me. Why don't you company. ever
0: spit? Why oh, do you always New speak York. in riddles, Ray Mysterio? <laughs> I don't know what Ray Mysterio sounds like. I like that though. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. First person. All right, folks, oh, yeah. we're diving into chapter one of a dead woman of the year. Remember. We gotta we gotta approach this with an open mind. Just because it hasn't circulated in, in uh, thirty to forty years <laughs> doesn't mean there's nothing within this cover. That's true. It could be I mean, what packaging. I don't know what the what the average Joe of nineteen sixty seven would have said about this.
0: I don't know. Maybe he would have loved it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, the average Joe from the sixties yeah. probably had something snarky. To say dead woman of the year. At least then I won't have to hear her nagging me in the ear. No,
1: I mean that was Groucho Marx, and that was more <laughs> like the forties.
0: So oh, all right. I don't really know what men were like that.
1: Yeah, that's pretty clear. The forties. What, what would Lyndon Johnson the say? The fifties. How about that? The fifties. What would that's what what I was was uh, Lyndon and Lady Bird Johnson? I guess
0: in the sixty-seven, they'd be like, "Whoa, man, dead woman of the year." I think it's a little. That's
1: maybe like congratulations. 19, like nineteen seventy-three. I think. No, uh, no, I'm, I'm right, right on. Okay. I'm right on with
0: that one. Right on.
1: <laughs> okay, chapter one. There was a number of reasons why I was pleased with getting the Trask assignment. First of all, the money was slightly fabulous. Well, (laughs) I like it already. Like, it was just bejeweled dollar bills. Fabulous, yeah. So this must be our hero, John Jericho, I would assume. Yeah, somebody just, like, put glue over
0: the money and then... Put a little uh, glitter over Okay.
1: It. Secondly, if I pulled it off <laughs> satisfactorily, it meant further assignments from March Enterprises. It could be a one-way ticket to permanent security. Thirdly, I got the job on the recommendation of a man I didn't think remembered I existed. It's always nice to discover that you're noticed when you thought you weren't. Lastly, I was intrigued by the prospect of getting a look behind the scenes at the private life of an extraordinarily beautiful woman who was a sort of legend in our time.
0: I, I don't know. It's not doing it for me. As you read it, I'm yeah. thinking two things. One, okay. it's well written. But two, yeah, well written. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't know if I'd read it, but I'm saying like, it, it's not like clunky. Yeah. Two, as you read it, you sound like your character from Spinoff. Oh yeah. So yeah,
1: Eric and I were in a play together here at the David A. Howe Public Library yeah. in 2015 called Spinoff. Yeah. Let's do some dialogue. Uh, I don't remember any of the dialogue. <laughs> I don't
0: think we remembered it during the I don't show. think we did
1: either. There was one performance of spin-off, and maybe you maybe you folks were lucky enough to see it. I don't think people would have noticed. It was the last show? Maybe it was. We had this, Eric and I had this extended scene together in Act One where we're basically setting up the plot. Yeah. And it's very repetitive. It's
0: it's repetitive, but it's also segmented. Where yeah. we're talking about different things. So we're talking about maybe four different things, yes. but we talk we you're constantly saying, wait, 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 you did what? we have to go back. And as we learned in that one that one show, you can switch those four things. They can any go in order, any order, yeah, and it'll make sense.
1: So we were in this like infinite loop. Yeah, but it was fun, and I don't yeah. think people noticed. I yeah. don't think they would have caught. Finally, us. we were able
0: to get. I was like, and that's how I stole the money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Waiting for and we're like get her, get out of here. It's a good
1: time. That's a good. time. You're talking about me. That was a goofy and fun show. Yeah. Uh, let me let me. So it was the uh, goof troop. Goof troop. Yeah, It that was a goofy and fun was, show. Yep. Yeah. Who's that? that? It's my goofy. Oh, oh. Mm. Uh, Paragraph two. Lydia Trask is as familiar to the American public was what? Sorry, Lydia (laughs) Trask is as familiar to the American public, the wide world community of sophisticates, as a top movie star, a Sophia Loren or a Julie Christie. We also we also learned that in the uh, I don't know who Julie Christie is. I'm I'm sorry to say. Who's the other person? Sophia Loren. She's very famous Italian actress. She's She's a lot of things. I mean I can't give you anything that people right. will Julie She was in Christy. Man of La Mancha. She was in Man of La Mancha with Peter O'Toole. Oh, she good. played Walter Matthau's love interest in Grumpy Old Men, Grumpier Old Men. But she was in a lot of more famous stuff than that. El Cid with Charlton Heston.
0: Uh, Julie Christie was in Don't Look Now. She was in Doctor Zivago. Oh, she's an actress. Yeah, far okay. from the maddening crowd at the okay. nineteen sixty seven version. Wow. Okay. Is cool. she pretty? Yeah. But okay. I mean that's not really important, man. No,
1: I know, but I mean that's kind of what we're saying here. Oh anyway, gosh. she's surely photographed for the press as often as those ladies. Lydia Trask on the beach at Acapulco, surrounded by the rich and famous. Lydia Trask, because okay, this is the same. This is basically the, just a slightly reworded. Lydia Trask at the top of the list of the ten best-dressed women of any year you choose to name. Lydia Trask arriving from Washington, where she spent the weekend at the White House. Hardly a month goes by that there isn't a feature story in some national magazine about this golden-haired glamour queen who is the most famous personality in the field of public relations on both sides of the Atlantic. There we go. I don't know if he's flattering enough. I feel like really he should just... uh... Uh,
0: Hold on. Before you keep going... Okay. She was also in the movie called... Julie Christie? Julie Christie was also in the movie called The Company You Keep. And the reason I bring this up is because I was talking to you about a movie that starred Robert Redford and Shia LaBeouf. And this is it. Oh, if, look at that! So, Tying all together. Also, to show you, maybe like, she was in Red Riding Hood, the one with Gary Oldman. Oh, I saw that. And uh, what's her name? Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, yeah. She's actually in a lot of like Julie Christie. New all right, stuff. so our main Troy, character, Prisoner well, of Azkaban. Okay. well I
1: know what you mean I. Dragonheart? I guess he's mostly just listing her. He's not saying he looks like Sophia Loren or Julie Christie. They're very different types. I guess he's just saying she's like sexy and glamorous. Well, I'm just saying we're to understand she the... was in Dragonheart. Okay. Oh, you know, now that we've now that we've a let me tell you the uh, the paperback version of this is a woman in a trench coat with acid on her face, with her covering her eyes, Ugh. screaming, while there's a creepy man in a box behind wow. her. It's a Crusoe. really It is a spooky cover. And I don't like it one bit. I don't mind telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me find... Uh... All right, read the last line of this book. I'm not going to read the last line. Oh, come on. Line. Give no. me the book. I'll read the last No.
0: Line. It's, maybe, it's probably not a no, spoiler line.
1: Gonna, I know, but we want people to read it. Do we? Yes, we do. I'm sorry. No, I can't, no, I can't read it. Was it a spoilery line? That was, yeah, was a spoilery line. Huh. Okay, so let me give us a little bit of was dialogue. Was it a line
0: like, I can't believe I killed her? No,
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> At this point, we usually jump to dialogue. Yeah. Do you want to hear a little bit of dialogue? Okay. Sure, man. So let me see if I can figure out. Dialogue me in. Who's talking here? Okay. So we've got said? we've got uh, John Jericho. I did. Logged it. Yeah. All right. We got Chris Jericho. Okay. Here we go. Um, Who's the guy? I that brought wrestling? myself.
0: He's got like a big New Orleans hat. Is that Chris Jericho? Or is that? Who's the Undertaker? I don't know. I'm Should sure. I get into wrestling? Maybe
1: my brother could help you. No, I'm okay. I brought myself back to the job with some difficulty. <laughs> The thing people are most interested in is the story of how a beautiful woman has competed in a man's world and outrun the field. And you'll want to ask the question that everyone else asks, she said with an edge of bitterness. Did I really make it playing around? Ooh. There's... Yeah. We're yeah. It's getting sexy. That doesn't seem important to me, I said. Your love life may have played a part in it, but it isn't responsible for the brilliant promotional campaigns that have been launched in your office. Whatever the jealous ones may say about you, the fact remains that there is a fresh, imaginative, dynamic quality to the job your firm does, and nobody pretends that the guiding genius is anyone but you. Thanks, she said. (laughs) Not that I wouldn't be fascinated to hear the story of your sex life, I said, (laughs) grinning at her. Meow. But I don't think it plays a very important part in the story I have to write for Tomorrow's Woman. If I wasn't fascinated, you might begin to doubt that I'm a man. Whoa. He was a man. He was a man. What was that? What was that book? Uh, the Venice. Yeah, it was something of Venice. I don't remember streets of. That Venice. was ridiculous. That was a ridiculous. Book. Hey, before Here's, let me tell you something. I okay. feel like this, like everything I read, feels like we're reading a. It feels like I don't know, like exposition dialogue. Yeah, it doesn't feel natural. It feels like that's true. This just in, you know. I don't um, like it. Let me go a little deeper.
0: Okay. Do you want to know some little facts? Sure. Uh, Chris Jericho. Has very blonde hair. Okay, so this is Chris like Jericho, a,
1: the wrestler. Yeah, not John Jericho. Um, and the hero he was on Dancing Story. with the
0: Stars. Okay. Um, and then the Undertaker is the one with the big hat. Okay, but he's been there since 1990, making him the company's longest-tenured in-ring performer. Wow. So that's a long time. Yeah. Good for you, Undertaker. 1990. That's yeah, 26 years. Ridiculous. He's been on. Wow. I was about to
1: say. But I'm not 26. I mean, I guess if he started when he was, like, 20, he could just be, like, 46 years old. Is that That's how old like, you think he is? I have no the idea. The Undertaker
0: is 51 years old. Yeah, it's not having bad. Having been born in 1965. Why?
1: He could, I bet his parents were reading this book <laughs> yeah. when he was just a, just a child. Okay. The Undertaker... I mean, Chris Jericho's 45. That seems appropriate for this. Yeah. Sure does. Let's so move he can, on. Oh, my gosh. He could play John Jericho in a movie version. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Okay, chapter four. All right, so we're jumping in a little bit deeper. So now, you remember the plot here. Just just a reminder of the plot: Lydia Trask, yeah, is going to be win this Woman of the Year award, but uh, she gets splat her, her a model who okay. people think is her gets splashed in the face with acid. Okay, right. Enter John Jericho. She becomes the
0: Batman villain Two Face. Yes.
1: Enter John Jericho, trying to figure out.
0: And John Jericho enters the ring. <laughs>
1: trying to figure out if it's meant for her so chapter four let's
0: get ready
1: yeah jericho's voice was unrecognizable are you with lydia yes then listen i know the girl who was killed this morning maggie i know lydia so i've been hearing (laughs) oh brief silence then i understand you suggested lydia might have been the intended target pascal agrees with you then the police will protect her i said no, long story, God help me I think I should talk to Lydia you say you've been hearing, does she she hasn't forgotten, I said I glanced at her, she'd moved away towards the windows, I saw that her hands were clenched tightly at her sides I want you there when I see her, Jericho said, I don't want to be, al- I don't- I don't want to be alone with her, that's very confusing there's to be a gathering of the clan here in about an hour, I said business partners, other associates, Richard March Sid Gross, and Richard Marks Singer from the 90s? Yeah. Wow. That may be ideal, Jericho said. I'll be there. Okay. All right. Stop. This is not doing it for me. Yeah. What do you think? What, what are your thoughts on this?
0: Well, I think in the criminal justice system, People. wrestling cr- offenses are considered especially heinous. Uh-huh. So New York City's uh, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as wrestlers. Wow. These are their stories.
1: <laughs> Man. I actually feel sorry for you for that one sorry man I oh. tried I
0: don't like Lauren Norte oh okay I don't know why you brought up that. I, I was trying to read something I just didn't know what you would have called an elite squad yeah. uh, investigating crimes but I guess Chris yeah. Jericho works alone yeah that's so how he Jericho, likes it. So yeah, yeah. Oh. P.I. Chris Jericho P.I. <laughs>
1: alright so okay you just came up with the best title Dead Woman of the Year John Jericho mystery novel by Hugh yeah. Pentecost
0: it's not gonna get the book of the, the year is forgotten, forgotten. Sorry, it's <laughs> not gonna get the thumbs up from me. Now, what do you think? I'm. I mean, I know this is looked, not your genre anyway, but I was so bored. I tried to come up with a Law and Order intro yeah. for Chris Jericho's yeah. new series. See, I thought you had it. I was waiting for the punchline, but yeah.
1: So are I'm you? Tired. I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah, know right. enough about
0: wrestling or Law and Order to be. Doing yeah, or that.
1: apparently, or yourself to know that you, you got to have. The I know my limits. You got to lock the ending in no. early. No that's, way. That's it. Chris Jericho will tell you that. John Jericho <laughs> will tell you that every time okay you know you gotta yeah. know where you're going yeah you gotta know where you're going to get there man yeah. okay put that on a mug
0: is the rock tm nick gunning is the rock gonna be in this series well he'll come in at like episode three to like relaunch the franchise probably okay, okay. so he's like a he's like a power cameo he's not gonna be there yeah. regularly but maybe every now and then yeah. he comes in and he's like hey i'm chip jericho yeah. Come here to avenge my brother's death. Yeah, like when Sam Jackson showed up on uh, Agents of Shield one time. Did he really? I think he showed up at like the last episode of season one. Nothing about Agents of Shield.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But All so right, the so, rock is that. So what we're saying is the people of Wellsville, the patrons of the David A. Howe Public Library. It's, they, I mean, it's up to you. You're
0: you're free people of a free yeah, America. But I, but
1: I think the, the the patrons of the past may have chosen wisely. Yeah, in avoiding. Dead woman of the year I still want to read The Wolfen This Halloween I'm going to read i The Wolfen wolf Are you really? I think a we lot should. On my Halloween plate Yeah you usually do Yeah kitten close man Yeah you're I gonna, know it's May Pretty soon you're going To be like Well it's August I better start my Halloween Yeah <laughs> You're crazy
0: You're crazy No
1: I meant like You're a wild and crazy guy Oh yeah I kind of yeah. am Yeah like fun
0: Sometimes I'm destructively things. wild But other times I'm Whew. constructively wild man. One of those things Is absolutely true the the wild part.
1: Well, you decide okay okay well that's uh, we're gonna we're gonna close up this uh, edition of yeah. the lonely hearts book club yeah. we'd like to thank our guest uh, Chris Jericho yeah so let's
0: reach out to him yeah on Twitter sure all right uh, what do you got coming up in the world of library news uh, teen photography show is May third yeah that's congratulations because that, we got a huge turnout yeah and that's at uh, six o'clock it goes until about seven thirty the awards will be on the wall uh, the winner of people's choice will be revealed Um, there'll be some prizes there'll be refreshments it'll be a good time you can talk to the students who uh, submitted their photography hopefully maybe they bring some extra work to show and Brian Oglesby uh, the gentleman who judged the award will also be there oh great
1: he's judged for many years he's uh, he's excellent
0: so that'll be a fun time Anime Club is still meeting every Wednesday uh, nice at Mm 5 what? Hmm? you mouthed something I was supposed to say something? Mm-mm. No, you were like...
1: No. My mouth was just dry. can uh, you hear it? <laughs> okay. I've got my book club this week. Number yeah. one Ladies Detective Agency, Number which one. I talked about earlier. It's yeah. 3 o'clock on Wednesday the 4th. We have a fun concert this week, Wednesday the 4th also. Mm-hmm. Uh, 7.30. Make note of that. Usually we start at 7 tonight, 7, or Wednesday night at 7.30. That's the Hornell Area Wind Ensemble. Got a, got concert a clear... is Wednesday?
0: Yeah. You have a book club, a concert, and my anime club. Yeah. Wait, uh, hey, we're awesome. a hatin' in place the this D&D Wednesday. Library is the yeah. place Do to you be ever there. feel like we're uh, we're stealing an audience away from each other? No, like you're stealing all the people who would come to my teen anime club. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't feel that way. At all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, also, May tenth is the YA for Adults book club. Oh, that's coming up soon. Yep, and we're gonna meet uh, six, six, o'clock, six o'clock. Six thirty. Is it? I can't remember. Six or six thirty, folks. It's six thirty. Okay. Six thirty. Uh, May tenth. That's a Tuesday. We're Discussing Cinder yeah. by Marissa Meyer. Marissa Meyer. Yeah. Mayor. Whatever. I've been saying mayor. It's M E Y E R. Oh, okay. uh, my baloney has a
1: first name. It's O-S-E-A-R. Orange. Don't you know that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: that's what it'd be like yeah. if you could spell oh okay it's Oscar right yeah it's Oscar, Oscar I don't I have it. my glasses so yep. I can't even read it yep
1: uh, we got another we got a few more concerts coming up this year we have uh, May 26th yeah. we have Emma Time coming back a great singer songwriter she's got a I've heard her many times she's excellent so if you haven't heard her please yeah. join us and for the that time, May 26th and, and, and Emma Time and uh, we got the Zoomobile
0: Zoomobile Emma Time
1: coming up uh, yeah. May, t- May 12th
0: May 12th ooh that's coming up
1: I know it's real soon 3 so, o'clock yeah Three o'clock down in the auditorium. Uh, you'll see some animals. we we'll careers. talk so, zoo careers. Uh, Straight and up,
0: we're gonna just learn all the jobs you can do at a zoo. Yeah. Hopefully, they talk about zookeepers. Yeah, maybe I well. think you would. Yeah, you wouldn't bring a zoo animal. Not talking well, about zookeeping. Well,
1: thanks for tuning in, folks. Remember, tell your friends. Tiger rate us on iTunes. Rate us Super on SoundCloud. Rearing. Spread the word. Elephant. Rearing. And uh, we'll see you next time for episode thirty-eight.